People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Episode 2-3, Michael Jordan, 23. Mm-hmm. Before he changed it to 45. The OGMG. The OGMJ. That's how you'd say that. My name is yeah. Jason Bailey. I'll be your host. There's DigiDude Nate. Mexico bound. If you live uh, listen to the radio show, you know that. If not, if you're just a podcast listener to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Nate and his wife are packing up and moving to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very exciting. You're leaving in September, huh? Yeah. Ah, that's the dream. You know, since you told me that, I've looked online at different places in the world that you can live for really cheap. If you want to live in even Costa Rica. Yeah, the the top three places in a lot of the expat groups that I'm in is uh, Mexico, Costa Rica, and Bali. Bali? Yeah. How much does it cost to live in Bali? I don't know. Bailey and Bali. That just has a nice ring to it. Oh, yeah. That's the next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I saw Panama. Not Panama City Beach. But in the country. Yeah, like Panama. But I don't know if I'd want to move to Panama. I don't really know anything about it other than their canal. The gorillas. Panama gorillas? Yeah. What's that? I mean, are they like special? No, the gorillas, they get you if you go down there. Why? Because they're bad. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. You've never heard of gorillas in Panama? No. Yeah. They're like the army guys that work for the drug people. Oh. The gorillas. Yeah. The gr- what did you think I meant? Like the like monkeys? The animals? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think you're thinking of the Congo. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying it right. They're called gorillas, yeah. right? Yeah. But they're spelled different. G-U-E-R-I-L-L-A-S. Right. Gorillas. Gorillas. Yeah. yeah. That's all I know about Panama. But yeah. I could be way off. Like, I've always been told that Brazil is absolutely gorgeous and you should go visit Brazil. But it's like the number one place to get AIDS. Yeah. And if you go off the beaten path... You're going to get killed. Yeah, just don't bang any gorillas. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. they got gorillas well, in Panama. Same well, with Venezuela. Yeah. You know? The only thing I know about Panama is they, they play it very often on our station. <laughs> Where are you moving? Van Halen. <laughs> three times a day. Three times a show. <laughs> that's what, that's what, see, that's what I would worry. It's one thing to visit a place like Mexico or mm-hmm. Panama or Costa Rica or Brazil or Venezuela. Because you're going to the resorty type places. But when you move there and you become a fabric of the community, that's when you get yourself killed. That's when they come out to get you. Yeah, but those are just the rumors we hear. I mean, dude, I watch enough TV to know that that's not a rumor. Exactly. It's those rumors. It's, well, I guess propaganda then, I guess. Because, I mean, every everyone that I talk to in, in other countries, they're afraid to come here. Are they really? Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, there's shooting every other day, you know, there's riots, there's things on fire. Doesn't look great for us. Yeah, I've been waiting for that Bailey's Black Club podcast to do something in Atlanta, Georgia. I live in Bali, but I'm afraid to go to Atlanta. I heard everybody that goes to a gas station gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a third world country there. <laughs> You're probably right. I don't doubt that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they legit told me. They're like, I don't know about coming there right now. It's kind of weird. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I will not dispute that one. Uh, big thanks to Lionwear, of course. Uh, amazing athletic wear. Those dudes at the University of Alabama really, really have done a 
fantastic job with their social media and the website. Go to lionware.shop. That's L I O N W E A R dot shop. Put in code Bailey 15 at checkout. And for the dudes, great workout stuff, great athletic shorts and shirts and tanks and, um, I don't think they have half shirts, but they uh, have sleeveless shirts. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And for the ladies, they got the leggings. Uh, they've got the the little top that shows your hot bellies and your belly buttons and your belly button rings and your belly button lint. Shows all of that stuff. So put in Bailey 15 at checkout. All right. So episode 23 here, Bailey's Black Cloud podcast. We are going to discuss this Black Cloud that I got to tell you, you know, a lot of the stuff that we have on on this this show it's like anything else in life stems from your youth. And the more I do this podcast, the more I realize that I might be conditioned to the first time or times that these things have happened as a kid. And then either there's an aura, the universe just attracts it because you're so used to it, Mm -hmm. namely in a negative way, or, it's all my fault, which I'm starting to believe that there's something that I do and I say that attract to these things. Could be a little both. It could be, you know, a little nurture, a little nature. A little nurture, a little nature. I'm a fan of the universe and how the universe works. For those that know me, I just there's that little potty book that you take into the bathroom and I read it one time and I'm like, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so I believe it. <laughs> you know, it's like the universe works in mysterious ways. Uh, so says you too. So um, this one is the black cloud of getting caught up with the wrong people. And it's not like the wrong people, like they want to bring me into a cult and move me to some compound in no man's land, Texas. It's not a group of wrong people that are trying to get me to sell drugs uh, up the street to the kids that are catching the school bus. It's the wrong people that are in charge of businesses that you have this constant conversation, but they never follow through and they ultimately ghost you. You have that problem of like, I'm trying to give you my fucking money and you're fucking ghosting me. You fucking asshole. Like, I just don't understand. I can't comprehend it. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't get, don't get back to you. Or even on the other hand, like other side, like I do websites on the side and somebody wanted a website and they called me and I called him. I called him back like three times. And it's like, okay, you just don't want my business anymore or you don't want my uh, expertise, but they just don't answer. Yeah, um, I'm going to give you a couple examples here. One in particular, this week, I'm getting ready to, either this week or next week, getting ready to launch a company for a product that I've invented that's come to fruition. This is very exciting stuff. And if you are a tennis player or a tennis fan, you will think this is very, very cool because it's never been done before. But there are, you know, when you're launching a company and especially a product, you have to talk to different people that could possibly help you out. But it's not always, it's not all about you. You're also talking to them on how it's going to help them out. I'm bringing my unique one of a kind product to you. No one's better. No one's worse. We're going to work together on this. Why not? Right? Yeah. If it's not, hurting you why would you not take advantage of it and a few people that i've discussed this product before we've even launched it i'm like hey we should do this together we should they just ghost me you know it's it's great in conversation and then when it comes down to putting your dick on the plate they don't want to do it i don't even know if that's a term 
Sounds good. But the visual's kind of neat. <laughs> <laughs> flop. Yeah, <laughs> flop. So, you know, like, I know a lot of a lot of these stories that, that I tell on this, this podcast, you know, kind of revolve around the same concept. But every week this happens because I've got so much going on in my life uh, dealing with these individuals, and I always pick the wrong fucking person. Every single time. It, I start to get sad. Like, something's wrong with me. I'm my intuition is above the the norm. You know, I am not a stupid person. I'm actually extremely intelligent. How the fuck do I always pick the wrong people? There's just too many out there. It just seems like they just can't get back to you. And you're trying like you said, you're trying to give them money. Like why would you not want? I mean, why wouldn't you call you? Actually, it's the opposite of that name. It's there's not enough of them out there. Cuz I have a tendency, see episode whatever of trying to find somebody that there's only a handful of people with that skill and the areas that I'm trying to find. Actually, you know, I take that back because I'm about to beat up on North Georgia, but even in the panhandle of Florida, it's the same way. Mm-hmm. There's, there's not a place in this country or in this world that you're going to find 10 out of 10, 100% people that own their shit. That, that 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 are true business professionals. I think that happens everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But it's just, um, yeah, I guess, I mean, there's plenty out there that just don't get back to you. That for some reason, that's, uh, they're, they're in abundance. <laughs> there's a situation at the cabin, Paradise uh, City, paradisecity.com pop if you want to stay at a cabin in North Georgia. It's wonderful. It's our cabin, mine and my wife's cabin. We Airbnb it out about to put a vending machine in which i'll get to here in a second but the first issue you know i'm always dealing with somebody up there not like i hate it because it's almost a challenge you know and i and i feel like i'm busy i feel like i'm important when i'm always taking phone calls and making phone calls and doing research and stuff and there's not a lot of issues with the cabin very rarely are there the one piece of i want to say it's negative but on the lines of negative feedback from the cabin is we're, we're on a well and it's our well. But when you have a renter in there, an Airbnb or in there every single day, like the month of July is fully booked. June for the most part was fully booked. People are trying to get out of Dodge during the pandemic, working remotely, learning remotely, all that stuff. The well then depreciates the water goes away, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, that's how wells work. If you've never had a well, and you've just been on city water, you don't understand the concept. So we'll get a lot of guests come up from Florida that don't understand how well it works. They'll bitch and complain and say, hey, look, you know, we don't have any water. What the fuck? And you're like, well, you have to explain it. You're on a well. What the fuck does that mean? That means you got a big tank and it's filled with water. And if you use a lot of it, you're not going to have any. Yeah, conserve. And the water pressure goes, well, this fucking sucks. Well, you know what? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> you know, I was like, so like one of the guys that bitched about it, I sent a plumber, an emergency plumber from across town up there just to accommodate them because we're very accommodating hosts. And uh, come to find out this guy from Miami, him and his family, he had this like thing with dirty tires. Now, if you've never been to the state of Georgia, you have dirty tires, especially in the mountains, because we've got Georgia red clay. Yeah. It's just a thing. Fucking deal with it. And uh, he had such a, a, a hard on for dirty tires that he was constantly using the hose to wash the tires of their cars. And he let the hose 
leak like he left it on you know so you had the little leak but that's still water coming out yeah that's water being wasted he didn't get it so my plumber shows up emergency plumber which i had to pay (laughs) to get out there to accommodate these people he goes well here's your problem because you got the hose on you know and not just the hose on but the hose was leaking running you know no apology or nothing um so this well situation do you even know how a well works like, yes. you know, do you know what it is, what it does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm from Iowa. Okay. So you well people there. Yeah. So we, in order to fix this problem, we're going to put a, um, uh, an external tank, like either a thousand gallons of water or 2000 gallons of water. And then there's like pipes and there's pumps and there's boosters and there's electrical and nobody knows what kind of well it is. So they got to drop something in there and that's going to be X amount. Of, I mean, this is a fucking thing. Oh, yeah. So I've called. I mean, we're talking North Georgia. Men are men or sheep are scared, right? I've called like eight well places. Six of them didn't get back to me. <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah. You have a small mom, pop business. You need money. Why would you not fucking call somebody back? Yeah, exactly. Because I would think. While I'm sure there are people building up there, there there's probably not as many people uh, wanting new wells or, or whatever you're needing. So you think, hey, there's some business. Call you back. Just call me back and say you can't take business. I mean, just give me the courtesy of a phone call. Return. That's all I'm asking for. Nothing more, nothing less. So the two dudes that I'm dealing with, one is just a lot stronger than the other, but they're saying the total opposite things. Like one dude is like, you got to bury it. Why do you got to bury it? Well, if the sunlight hits it, it's going to grow bacteria and it's going to go bad. Uh, during the winter, the water will freeze up and that's pointless. Mm. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But why would they make these tanks if they can get sunlight in them or they freeze? That doesn't make any sense. You'd think by you know, day and age, they make tanks that don't do that. So the other dude we talked to who is a lot cheaper, he's like, nah, you don't have to bury it. That's so what's got this outer protective stuff on it. So it doesn't do any of those things. I don't know how to fucking believe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I would think the same thing as you. If it's open on the top, it's going to freeze. I don't care what it's made out of. But it's not open on the top. It's, it's, it's. Uh, oh, I thought you said the sunlight can get in it. No, if, okay, so have you ever seen like those clear water tanks on the side of houses? Mm-hmm. Those are bad. Yeah. Because sunlight can get in. Mm-hmm. Sunlight gets into the water, it grows bacteria, you're drinking the bacteria. Right. right? I, I'm assuming that's how this works. These are like kind of coated with something. And there's a pipe that goes into it. They're not open on top. If it's open on top, shit would get in it. Uh, okay, I thought you meant that like the sunlight could get into the. Top. It's not like you're drinking out of a swimming pool. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of the cisterns, um, in some other ho- some older houses will have that on top. Mm. A so, what cistern? Yeah, what's that? Like the cistern, like the ju- actually in Mexico, that's how most of them they built. They have a water tank on the roof, and they just use the gravity of it to to run the water to the house. Really. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like uh, that story of that chick in L.A., a Chinese girl died. Yeah, yeah, similar to that. Yeah, but it was closed. She had to actually, that yeah. was part of the, you know, like yeah, what that, happened. That one was different. She yeah, had to open sure. it up. So, like, you talk to these people, and the two that I've, I've locked down that I actually have a conversation with, again, one's a lot better than the other, definitely conversing 10 times better. Very cool dude. The other's an older Georgia boy, you know, good old boy. And they talk about nothing. For like the longest time, you know, so you'll ask a question. So what's the price tag going to be on this thing? Well, you know, it all depends. I'm not going to give you a price right now, but I will send you a price. Probably have to 
get my wife to fax it over because technology just ain't my thing. So, uh, by the way, it took two weeks to get that fucking piece of paper. I was going to say, fax it over. Clearly, it's not your thing as technology. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but the, the real the real thing is, is my dog, you know, because my dog, he's got fleas. And when my dog's got fleas, he itches a lot. So I can't watch TV at all. So I'm sitting there drinking my beer the other day, and my dog itches a flea into my beer. What the fuck does this have to do with my well? <laughs> like, just get to the point, and you don't want to be rude. So you kind of, you know, humor them and listen. My wife always says that I'm being a dick, but I just cut people off. I was like, I go, dude, look, you got to stop. I don't care about your stupid dog and his fleas. I'm a dog lover. Don't care about yours. Just give me a price. That's all I want. These are the people that I end up with. Why is that? Why can't I find a normal person that will give me a good price and help me out and just give me yes or no and possibly a brief explanation here and there? It's hard because they won't even, I mean, you, you want something done and you talk to five different people and you'll get such a price range. And I mean, if you don't know what you're doing, you could pay you know, way over asking price of what you should. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to Google it and you don't know what Google you know, does. So we're trying to put a vending machine up there too, which is like a way cool idea. Uh, I wish I could say I came up with it, but I did not. I'll give the credit to one of my wife's clients in the real estate world where he's got numerous Airbnbs in, in this area where we live in Georgia and he's got vending machines in all of them. And he says he makes a killing uh, so I'm like, this is a great idea. You know, you're up at the cabin, it's late, you're craving a payday, you don't want to go off the mountain, it's dark, you're you're by the fire, it's great, blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe put in little packets of marshmallows, you forgot some marshmallows, you want to do some s'mores, some chocolate, you know, those types of things. That'd be good. Isn't that a great idea? Yeah, it's a great idea. So I'm trying to find a vending machine. I don't know. I don't know anything about vending machines. I don't know whether to buy a new vending machine, to buy a used vending machines. I have no knowledge of vending machines whatsoever. I'm reaching out to all these people in Facebook Marketplace. The first one I came across was like right up the street. I'm like, struck gold. The deal seemed pretty good. The machine was exactly what I was looking for. And this bitch ghosts me. How do you ghost me when you're on Facebook Marketplace and you could possibly, like, you don't, usually when you sell stuff on Facebook Marketplace, it's 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and you're excited about that. Yeah. This was like $3,000. And you're clearly trying to get it out of your house, so. I was going to give this woman yeah. 3000 actually $3,600, actually I was going to negotiate, but let's just say $3,000 for conversation. I was going to give this woman $3,000 on Facebook Marketplace, and she ghosts me. Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah, she gets it out of her house. She makes three grand. Everybody's happy. But, but I don't want to talk to her anymore. No. Now, if she comes back to me, she's going to give me some excuse like, my granddaddy got all shit the other day. That's why you got your phone on you. You know, if you call somebody or text somebody and they don't get back to you, they don't want to. No. Everybody's got their phone on them. You give them, you know, a, a window of maybe 30 minutes tops. You know, that's about it. Maybe so 35. Oh, maybe 35. I'm always picking the wrong people. And I say this, you know, not just North Georgia. I don't want to beat up on them. But, you know, uh, Beach Charadise City, beachcharadisecity.com, the condo in Destin, if you'd like to stay, pop. Um, we had the same issues, probably just as bad, if not worse, in Florida. You know, so mm-hmm. like, you know, when we just redid the deck or... 
you know, we had to get some painting done or this and this and that. These people, they'll ghost you too. They don't want to call you back. You think it's just the industry? Because it seems like they're a little unorganized. They usually don't have a website. You know, they're, they're faxing you stuff. I think it's, I think that I pick people. Are you going for the deal maybe and that's why? Well, I don't know if it's going to be a deal until I talk to them. I've learned that lesson. You know, I'm willing to pay more for a better job, you know, because I'd always go the cheapest route and then just screw myself over and have to pay more to fix it. So I've learned that lesson. But I think a lot of times the people that I'm picking are the wrong people, but it's not my fault because their mom paws, they're overwhelmed with business. And in my head, I don't care if you're a mom, pa or not, you still should return my call. Because this happens with big businesses too, not just mom, pa's. But the mom, pa's don't have the manpower. So they're overwhelmed. Yeah, but they should still return your call and then maybe, you know, even if they can't do it right away, just say, try to get some business out of you. That's your job. That's your business. You know, say, hey, I can't do it right now. I'm available in a week and a half or something. See if they can still, you know, but not to just ghost you. I don't know if there's a like an exercise I could do to help me pick better people to deal with. You know, like when you're trying to find a customer service person mm-hmm. or a company, like a checkoff of three different things. <laughs> well, I think the first checkbox is, did they call you back? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I agree. That would be the first one. Yeah. I think you're doing the exercise. The, the exercise is you're calling them. And if they call you back or if they don't call you back, then they're a crap company anyway. And the second one is just to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Be pleasant. Be cordial. Be yeah. professional. Don't act because I, I hear you on the phone sometimes and they act like you're bothering them. Right. Yes. And it's, it's like, yeah, the, they're, they're the, the company. You know, you're the customer. You should be able to call them whenever. Well, a lot of times they talk to you like you're stupid. Yeah. And I'll be honest with them. You know, I'll say, look, you know, you got to talk to me like a, a three-year-old because I really have no idea what's going on here. This is above my pay grade. I'm saying that to put them over. Yeah. I'm saying that to make them feel important because right now they are important to me. Mm-hmm. Don't talk like I'm talk to me like I'm an idiot just because I gave you the courtesy of being important. Yeah. Because yeah. in real life, you're not really that important. No. But- I'm more important than you on this phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying you. <laughs> Look, motherfucker, I'm paying you. <laughs> you know, and then the third thing would be is to keep it brief. Yeah. You know, if, if I ask you a question, I don't need to hear about your dog with the fleas. No, keep it to the point. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Yeah. I want to rock and roll all night long <laughs> and party every day. Those are the, that we just came up with a good list that I will now forever and ever, Nate, Mexico Nate, El Nato. <laughs> follow when trying to find people to do certain things you know that's why like i like to have a guy for everything you know like i've got jeremiah fucking sample he does everything around this house you know i can call him he's there for me all the time the dude is a saint he's not only one of the greatest human beings on this earth as a friend as a worker and as a family man he's just a just a really good at his job like as an electrician and as a handyman my uh my lawn dude joey fantastic i mean the guy is just amazing but then there's some people in my life that i got to get rid of that just that they just don't that it's just not there Ooh, have you ever had to fire a uh not a handy but some kind of person that's building stuff or a handyman type person around your house 
Have I ever had to fire? Yes, I did. I fired. Uh, oh, did you have a contract? Yeah, I fired I, two people. I twice. I fired the dude that was doing all the renovations in our house, like the big renovations, the kitchen, the floors, the baseboards, uh, the doors, uh, because he brought in like ex-cons. Like they had teardrop eye tattoos and shit. <laughs> And they weren't working. And, you know, like there are different crews every time. The Brazilians that he brought in at the beginning were fantastic. And you know that story, how that ended, right? No, I don't remember. I fired him three quarters of the way through the job. And what sucked about that was his heart was in. This is actually what a great example since we're talking about here. His heart was in the right place. And I could see that. He was a good dude. He was not malicious in any way, shape, form, or fashion. He just didn't know what the fuck he was doing. So he was trying to be a contractor. He sold me hook, line, and sinker. And I think it was more his original partner, which they parted right when he started the job, which should have been a red flag. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't paying these dudes that he was hiring, like the cabinet dude. And like the cabinet dude called me one day and he goes, you know, he's like, hey, I got an idea. He's like, this guy's not paying me. And uh, what I'm going to do, and I just wanted to clear it with you first, because I need to scare him. I'm going to put a lien against your house, in which he could legally. Oh, yeah. Because I'm at fault, even though the contractor's at fault. And he goes, and that should scare him. I go, no, this is not a good idea. <laughs> no. I go, we'll get you your money, dude. Let me talk to him. So that guy, and then I had to do the rest myself, meaning that I parted, I pieced it out with people that I knew, Jeremiah fucking Sample being one of them. The other one was a contractor that was doing my deck. Oh, yeah. And it took him like forever uh, to do this deck. And I fired him like a quarter of the way through. My wife still works with the guy. I guess he does a better job for for her. But yeah, I mean, he brought in some shit dudes. Um, And I don't don't get it. Like they're getting paid. I I just just don't understand. I have to tell him, I'm like, because I like the guy. Again, this was a guy that I liked. I did not. If I think you're malicious. I'll know that from the beginning. Then then it's going to be a problem. Yeah, I'm not the guy. Don't fuck with me on that one. But if I like you and you've got a good heart, you're just incompetent. You got to go. Yeah. You just got to go. And it breaks my heart. But just don't let the door hit you on your way out. Yeah, some things some people just aren't made to uh do certain jobs. Yeah. So those are the only two people now, I've been fired. Like my hairdresser lady, she fired me. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because she was she was late one time. and Well, multiple times. Yeah, she was late multiple times, and I dealt with it. And then the last time, I just couldn't stay. Like, I literally had to be somewhere, so I just left. I mean, we're talking like almost 20 minutes. And, you know, you make an appointment, you fucking stick to your appointment time. 20 minutes is a long time. And so I left. And then when I went to go make a, a follow-up appointment, the front desk lady, she goes, yeah, I forget her name. It's a big girl. Uh, she goes, yeah. Um, she, 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 what was the, how did she put it? It's like, she, no, she's no longer, she no longer wants to do, and it wasn't like she no longer wants to do her hair. There was some, there was some line they used, which was pretty cool. I was like, well, am I being fired? And she goes, yeah, kind of. Fuck you. <laughs> I've never been fired by a hairdresser before. What the fuck? <laughs> Does that happen in real life? All right. Hey, thanks for listening. We always appreciate it. Please leave some nice reviews up on iTunes or, or wherever you can on iHeartRadio uh, and their app. 
it just helps the podcast. I mean, we'd like to double our listeners. So that means that we'd like to count on you to share this at least to one person and say, Hey, listen to these two assholes. They're pretty funny. Or I like the stories that they tell. Uh, that'd be cool. But uh, your place to get all the podcasts, jasonbailey.com, and it'll take you to where you need to be. Get that linewear, linewear.shop for some great athletic stuff. Put in the code Bailey15 at checkout to get yourself a discount. And like I said, as always, we appreciate you listening to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. I know, I'm positive. We'll have another story for you next Wednesday. Bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now. There's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast.